everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello everyone, welcome back for another episode. I have a special guest today, my beautiful cousin, who is going to be talking all about being a conscious parenting coach in a moment but I just had a couple of quick announcements so just a reminder again that at the end of this month on the 28th of March I'm doing an event with my mum at 3pm UK time and we're talking all about our relationships with our mums so that's either be becoming a better mum ourselves that might be um, healing a relationship with our mum making it healthier it may be that we have had to walk away from our mum so how we make peace from that all of these things are going to be covered and we're also going to share our own experiences and what we've done those tickets are 19 pounds 99 and they are on my website and a link in the episode notes so do come along and maybe get it as a late mother's day present for yourself for someone you love or even for your mum um and today is a bit of a late mother's day present for the mums out there and learning about conscious parenting can help us be a healthier parent and also help us with our trauma as well so we're going to just get into that in a second and another announcement is on the 20th of april which is a tuesday at 8 30 p.m i'm kicking off my next group coaching course which is 297 pounds for eight weeks and there's a maximum of eight people on that course so if you are interested again um, all the information is in the episode notes or you can check out my website or message me on instagram so let's get to the episode so everyone i'm so excited i've got my beautiful cousin on today and she's going to be sharing with you what it is that she does but i'm going to let her introduce herself and explain the work that she does Hey, wow, I'm so excited to be on your podcast, Mumpy. So I am Shane. I'm a qualified conscious parenting coach, and I'm founder of You Me Be Conscious Coaching. So I'm trained by Dr. Shafali in the conscious parenting method. And essentially what I do is help parents and families become calm and connected um, in order to help them to overcome a range of issues, right? So this can be anything from your kid won't listen to feeling so triggered by them <laughs> that, you know, it's taking you to a point of anxiety or anger. There may be anxiety or anger in the home. And it could just be that the boundaries are just out of whack in the home. And what I do is I work with parents in three main ways. So firstly, by releasing their ego. So releasing the parent's ego. Secondly, I work with parents with generational patterns. And lastly, to reparent themselves. And we do all of this to bring about a sense of more calm connectivity um, in the home and be able to just parent with a sense of connection and heart with their kids that really just allows the child to be themselves. So that's what I do. 
Amazing. I love how you've been on the podcast for all of two minutes and you have just told my listeners that my nickname is Mummy. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so no, sorry. No, I'm, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think my mum my mom referred to it before. But um, I can't thanks. help it. You know, you'll always be Mumpy to me. Yeah, it's all right. I think everyone, I, I, I refer to myself as that anyway. But thank you so much. I'm really, I love the work that you do because it's so important as a way to make us healthier parents and stop the generational trauma thing, which we're going to talk about in a bit. But can you explain really clearly what a conscious parent is? Because you're working on that all the time as a parent yourself. What is that? Yeah, yeah, of course. So great question. Yeah. So I guess, well, conscious parenting is really about realizing your own energy, right? It's about knowing your own conditioning and knowing the belief systems that you have within you, the patterns of your past, and just really becoming aware of how we can impose that conditioned reality from our past onto our children, instead of allowing the child to just be like their authentic self, right? To just be their true self. And conscious parenting is really about um, becoming more aware of these you know, belief systems or this old conditioning and really um, becoming aware of how we are unconsciously placing that onto the child. Um, and really, um, you know, working with that, becoming aware of it and then choosing something very different, which then kind of releases, you know, all of the past belief systems or the shoulds of how you should parent and all the cultural conditions of what a good child looks like. So it's about releasing all of that and parenting from who it is you really are authentically and who it is your child. And to, in doing that, you're going to bring out who it is your child really is, right? So it's really about nurturing this authentic connection between parent and child, allowing... Yeah the parent to be themselves and the child to be themselves yeah no I love that because so many of us have had parents that are not consciously parenting at all and then um and then often we just copy what our parents did because when you're not consciously parenting you're just doing things like that you like like you're literally driving and you're not even thinking about what it is that you're doing and you've, yes. you're copying what you've seen but you don't even know why you're doing that and then, you know, and I guess what's great about the work that you do is you actually wake people up to what's actually them and their parenting and what's this manual that they picked up off their dodgy parenting from their parents. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly that, like n becoming aware of what is actually yours, because often we're parenting from this dodgy manual, as you say, right? We're parenting from that. And we don't even realize we're doing it because it just comes out subconsciously, like, and we all do it. And all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, I'm using the dodgy manual. Or you're really trying not to be the dodgy manual. And in doing that, that can be a projection of trauma, but that's maybe a question for later. But um, yeah, just exactly that, like really becoming aware of your conditioning, releasing those past patterns, shifting our focus off of the surface behavior of the child. Because traditional paradigms are all about looking at fixing the child and fixing the um, surface behavior of the child. And instead, what we really want to do is shine a light on ourselves and really look at how all of this past stuff means that we may have co-created that moment with our child, that difficult moment that we're experiencing. Hmm. So, um, yeah. And a great way to stop repeating patterns of behavior that you don't even know that you're doing and um you know really ending like a cycle of different behavior like I have clients that will be like oh I don't 
really know why I react in this way with my child. And it always mm. comes down to those deeper things like the unconscious, your unconscious brain and your subconscious just running the show and working with someone like my cousin can help you mm. to sort of wake up to that. And um, which is really, really important because then we have way more conscious parents on this planet, which means that we have way more healthier people, which just helps us all anyway. And um, so what's the difference between, and I feel like this is just an obvious question, but let's just make it really blatant. The difference between a conscious parent and an unconscious parent. Yeah, no, I think that's a great question to define the difference because I guess um, conscious parenting is knowing that what you do with your child is due to your input in the relationship as much as the child. So it's really acknowledging you're in a joint dynamic with the child. Um, and, you know, what you're experiencing is due to your own emotional blueprint, due to your own past patterns. And it's when conscious parenting is really when you can see your child in their own sovereign spirit and really honor that, really honor that and parent in a way that allows them to be just that, like just themselves, versus unconscious, which is parenting your child with a false image of what you would like them to be, right? Mm -hmm. And we all have like a fantasy child. And I, did, I personally didn't even think I had this. So I was like, yeah, I'm so conscious, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I read conscious parenting before I got um, pregnant and, uh, or just as I got pregnant. So I know, and no, when I actually looked at this, what is m my fantasy of the child I want? I had a fantasy of what I wanted this child to be. And what we do is we unconsciously project that fantasy onto the child or when they don't meet that fantasy, we get triggered right so I guess unconscious parenting is not being aware of that fantasy child or not being aware of the false image of what you would like your child to be and just trying to make them into that right or when you're triggered coercing them to be a certain way because just because they're triggering you kind of making them be this or that because they're triggering you um, and forcing them to behave this way or that way or trying to get them to. So that would be unconscious is when we're really looking at trying to fix the child versus mm -hmm. conscious parenting, which is always shining the light on ourselves first. And when we do that, that in turn helps the child to be calm and connected. And when they're calm and connected, they're then, they, they can then behave better. So conscious parenting is really about working on our connection with ourselves, which therefore mm. makes the connection with our child better um, and deeper. And therefore that directly means they can behave better because kids can really only behave well when they feel connected, when they feel mm. connected to us. Well, I so, guess yeah. as well, because you're teaching people how to learn how to emotionally regulate themselves, take care of themselves which means they're just calmer, they're accepting their child for who they truly are. And then that, you know, kids pick up on their energy of their parent, don't they, all of the time. Like yes. You see it, you see yeah. it, I see it. I'm not a parent, but I can see it. Yeah, I love that you said that, Merton Pree. I love that you said energy because mm. that's what conscious parenting is really about. It's about the energy you're carrying. So a lot of people are like, yeah, but I'm not saying those things that I, you know, that my parents said to me in my childhood. I'm, I'm not saying those things. I'm not taking my anger out. I'm not like showing them I'm anxious, but you don't need to say, it's not about what you say with your child. It's about the energy you carry. Mm. And when you work with your own inner wounds and your own inner terrain, emotional terrain, that 
directly changes the energy you're bringing into that room with your children. Mm. And they react to that. They respond yeah, exactly. to that. And if that energy's off, they're going to be off, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's about so if energy. Also, if you're like somebody that's struggled with confidence your whole life, then you have children, then you're feeling unconfident in your parent, like as a parent, because you don't feel like you're good enough with anything. So why would being a parent be any different? Then they can sense that, can't they? Or, mm. you know, if you're really a fearful person, that I feel like when you become a parent, these things just get bigger anyway. The child doesn't take it away, which mm. is why they're there, because they're there to help you to heal. And then it's just a, it's like a ripple effect all of the time. So becoming conscious, yeah. learning how to take care of yourself. Um, well, that I believe that's the most important thing always, because, you know, then you're topped up, you're full of um, energy, your cup's full, and then you've got more to give them anyway, which makes you. A, yes, a I agree entirely. I mean, um it seems you know so much about conscious parenting already because a large part of it is about self-care as well and as you say um the the child they just you said like they kind of make your triggers bigger so what they actually do is they trigger the wound that's already within you so they trigger the the things that are already within you that you just haven't dealt with yet so they're just bringing that up within you. And you're like, why am I suddenly this crazy mad person? Like I was never like that before. But really that part of you was just asleep. And they're, they're the awakeners of mm. this old wound that needs seeing to, if you know what I mean? Like this yeah. old insecurity of not feeling confident, like you said, you know, they just, they're just bringing that up to be healed. So mm. yeah, they really are a gift in that way. Yeah, I bet loads of people don't think that this time though. Yes. <laughs> so um, tell, because I know, obviously, because I know you, but tell the audience how you got into this. Yeah, and what yeah I'd love is. to. Yeah, thank you. So I guess um, there's two parts of my story. So one's uh, professional and uh, one's a very personal um, reason why I got into this. So I'll begin with the professional. So I was always drawn to working with kids. As you know, I was a primary school teacher for a number <laughs> of years in schools. And um, I loved that, you know, I loved working with kids in the classroom. Um, but I was seeing the same problems come up again and again, which is, you know, the pressures of achieving on, we're a very achievement-based culture. And yeah. this is causing a lot of the problems we're seeing in our children. We're also very overly like activities-based culture. Um, now and this is also causing a lot of the anxiety we see in our kids so I was seeing all these problems in the classroom so I moved over to working within schools as a kid's behavioral and emotional coach and a mindfulness coach so really bringing this sense of centering to these anxious angry kids right and I had a variety of kids with different issues anger not listening screen time issues with kids but what I found, Manpreet, was like working with the kids alone was just never enough, right? I just kept seeing the same problems reoccur. And why? Because as we have already mentioned, you know, the kids are essentially in a dynamic with all the other adults around them, namely their parents, right? So that's what started to get me into working directly with the parents, which led me to conscious parenting, which is what I do now, conscious parenting coach. So that was kind of my journey professionally. Personally, I think what even drove me to that place to want to work with children who were anxious and angry and experiencing these family issues was coming from a very turbulent background myself, as you know. <laughs> and um, well, we're related, so <laughs> yeah, we're definitely related, and we know all about that 
intergenerational sure. trauma, right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> lots of it comes from the same family. So <laughs> exactly, we have um, we have that shared family there. So, um, and you know, this was a huge part of what led me into this work because you know my personal story is that you know I was myself an anxious kid. I didn't know I was anxious. Um, I found out a lot later in life, and um, that's how I was then able to spot it in kids and. But, you know, I was also then became a very reactive teen and a young adult. And I just knew that this wasn't my truest essence. You know, I knew deep down this wasn't my true self. And it was a result of growing up in a in a highly dysfunctional environment, you know, and it began to affect my relationships, my levels of happiness, my romantic relationships, my career. And so this is when I went on a deep, deep journey of self-discovery, as you know, starting with therapy, um, you know, which was great for kind of recognizing my own issues. But what really helped me to then transform further was working with all these false masks that I'd kind of taken on to protect myself from the trauma. So I became the angry one to protect myself from the crazy things that were going on around me, right? Mm. Or I became the people pleaser or the fixer of everybody's problems in the house mm. and the home to just try and help, right? And, you know, this wasn't my true self. All of these were just like a load of false masks. So um, I began working with releasing the aspects of these aspects of the false self of my ego and through a more of a coaching approach. And I really worked on reparenting myself for these wounds that were really causing me to trigger in my present day. So it wasn't really ever about my present day. Just like with your kids, it's not really about what your kid's doing in that moment. We think it is, but really they're just triggering the root cause or the root wound. So I really went on a journey of working with my own root wounds. So I could kind of just find my way back to my truest essence, which is all of our truest essence which is calm and connection, you know? So yeah, yeah that's my journey. And also, the big part of the story that you didn't mention, which oh, yeah. is what I got to see, is that you, yeah. when you became a parent yourself, like yes, I feel course. like you actually really started to practice this all in such a crazy way. And you, I, you know, you, your um, eldest is four now, so you've been doing this for a while in your own mm. family, right? So um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, you take me on to the next, the the later part of my journey. So it all started in in growing up with this, you know, these root causes that took me to release my ego. But then, yes, I did have a very vibrant four year old. <laughs> He's four now but he was always very vibrant and, you know, it triggered my sense of, I had postnatal anxiety and it triggered my sense of lack that was really in me that, you know, can I really do this? Having grown up with a lot of Chris, like, you know, a lot of criticism around me, a lot of judgment around me. Um, it really put the light on all of that and made me feel like I can't do this. Right. Mm. I can't do this. So, um, yeah, I found myself feeling, I remember telling you, like I felt a bit like a teenage mother at the beginning, like I don't know what to do, like I'm really just lost. So yeah, that was the first part of me really starting to put this stuff into practice to grow into um, that more confident and um, truer version of who it is that I am, you know, to release this sense of lack that I can't do it and and um, he did that for me. And then he grew and then he, they bring more challenges when they come into toddlers. And he's a very kind of vibrant kid. He's very energetic and he does have some anger issues because this stuff 
goes down generationally, right? So he was being a mirror to me about some of my inner anxiety and my inner anger. He was mirroring back to me, right? So I had no choice but to deal with it in myself because our emotional inner terrain becomes their um, emotional terrain. So he was already showing me that early days. And I was like, uh, okay, there's the whole mirror thing that Dr. Shafali talks about. So that was a real <laughs> right gift. There in the face. Yeah, it's right and there in my like, face. And he looks like you as well. <laughs> he does look like me. So yeah, it was a real mirror. I was like, right, okay then. So now it's time to take a long, hard look on myself and how I can, and I didn't think I was consciously projecting anger. I wasn't mm. out, outwardly doing that in a big way, but you know, they pick up on your inner terrain and that's why it's all about the inner work, which will directly affect what you experience from your kids. So yeah, he was a big part of my journey. Of course, he's such a gift and he continues to challenge me every day. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. I bet. I was going to say, like, now you've been a conscious parenting coach for years. Like, does it get easier then? <laughs> you know, and you've got two now. Yeah, well, you know, I guess that that's the whole thing about conscious parenting. It's learning how to be with it. You know, it's learning how to be with the challenges that they, they bring to you. And um, it certainly has got a sense of sense of feeling easier but that doesn't mean he still doesn't misbehave or you know there's still not things that come up it's just that you have a surefire way to know how to deal with your triggers now and um know that every trigger is a gift right to to, to clear out something within you and once you've done that it makes way for a beautiful connection with your kid so that's mm. what we're experiencing all the time. And there'll be days where he brings up new stuff. And you'll be like, oh, great. Another thing I need to work on <laughs> internally. Journal right now. Yeah. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's the work. And, and, and it's beautiful because it does path the way, pave the way for a beautiful, beautiful connection between, between you both. So, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> you know, um, something that I've been thinking about a lot is because obviously I talk about trauma all the freaking time now. And um, <laughs> not because I hate it, but I just with everybody and. Um, what I'm noticing on my own journey and I haven't had children yet is that when you've grown up with trauma we are like really sensitive to fight or flight and you know uh, we're always in survival mode we have to freaking meditate a thousand yeah. times a day to be calm and you know we have to really learn to calm that down and then you do something new like for me like starting a business or when I got into a relationship it and it just knocks it all out so I can only imagine the process of giving birth for one yes the PTSD involved in that and then being a parent how incredibly triggering that is for your childhood stuff so I hear of so many stories of Asian women in particular that will suffer with postnatal depression and be like mm -hmm. oh, I've just got so down after having my kid I don't, and I just think it's because you have been so triggered by this experience yes it's bringing up your wounds so yeah like being a parent is the biggest um awake moment that you can awaken from this stuff because yeah. you can't ignore it anymore you know because it just brings it all out and then you've got this person that actually needs you so there's that yeah too. on top of it it's like right so like you know all of my fight flights come out in this childbirth experience because it's the most scariest thing if anything's going to bring out a, a like a fright response in you it's childbirth right and you know personally like the effect that had on me um you know it brought back my trauma so from the moment he was born I was in trauma because mm -hmm. it was this fight frightened response it was this flight flight thing it was like oh my god I'm in danger here and you know not to mention if you had 
have tricky birth or your, or your child is actually in danger during the birth, which was also my experience. So it really does throw you into a sense of survival right from the start. The whole parenting thing right from the start throws you into like this survival response. Um, and if you do have past trauma, you can guarantee that's the time that it will come up and, uh, you know, it can just get put under this label postnatal anxiety or postnatal depression. But I wish there was more about like postnatal trauma, actually, about how it's activating your previous trauma. So I love that because that's an area I'm really passionate about as well. Um, mm. And I agree with you entirely. It throws you straight into it, right? Yeah, because I, I, I can, like, as a, somebody that's not got kids, when I see, I can see it. And I'm just like, well, I would imagine, because I can see how any new experience is doing that to me, that, that, I mean, there is, that's a huge, and your body is actually being put, like physically, you're actually going through something as well. You know, like normal with fight or flight, we're doing it to ourselves with our head, but that's mm. an actual physical response. So um, yeah. I can understand why so many people are experiencing um, a lot of anxiety and fear in parenting because yeah. it's like because it's something really new all the time right so it's something new all the time so as you say like it's new things that can activate sometimes our um, trauma or anxiety or things like that so it's something new all the time so we would have got to a certain comfort level by that age of you know maybe had some coping mechanisms subconsciously had some coping mechanisms for our trauma or anxiety but there's no hiding once you have a child they will they will literally press every single trauma button that you yeah have. exactly I mean you can't <laughs> you can't control that <laughs> nope and and if you do try to control it then you start to control the child and then they start to lose their sense of self then they mm. can't be their authentic sovereign being that they are yeah. because you know we and we can we can we can step over into control and start controlling the child because you just need to control what you're really trying to control is the feeling that is bringing up within you the trauma that is activating within you or the fight flight response that the child's activating within you but what you control instead instead of working with that inner feeling you end up controlling the child outside of you and that's when you really need to take a long hard look at yourself you know and I've I've caught myself in a couple of those moments myself in my life mm -hmm. or more than a couple <laughs> and yeah, I've well you're of, human yeah that's I've caught part myself of being like, human. Oh, am I about to go into outward control right now of my child and it's that moment when you have that that's your moment of awakening that's your moment of consciousness that's your path into conscious parenting you know mm -hmm. just when you have that moment of awakening and, and this is so important because I talk a lot on this podcast about the impact of intergenerational trauma like me and you we're unpacking our intergenerational trauma trying to heal from it and grow yeah and be better and I, I believe that intergenerational trauma impacts all of us in some way. Like you don't have to have been beaten black and blue as a child to um, have the impact of intergenerational trauma. It could be a very, very subtle thing that you grew up with that is actually abusive and you didn't know. So how can we, um, like, I, I could only imagine that this being conscious as a parent can help us to stop repeating the pattern because like you said, when like mm. at first, maybe we, we want to control our kids because we want to stop the feelings that are coming up in us. But then we're also children of people that have been controlling us too. So that's where the pattern repeats. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how can being conscious 
help with intergenerational trauma. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so if we're becoming really aware of our past pattern and exactly what that looks like, so exactly how our parent controlled us or knowing the ins and outs of our own patterns, then we're able to catch ourselves when we ourselves are acting in that pattern. And um, what we what we actually do, what we end up doing is it's not always a direct pattern repeat either. So it's what can happen with intergenerational trauma when it's kind of playing out is um, we can find ourselves treating our children either how we were treated or in stark contrast to how we were treated um, to you know, we want to really avoid playing out a generational trauma. So we kind of try to do the exact opposite. So a lot of people mistake this for being conscious, right? But in doing that, what we're actually doing is we're parenting from a projection of our own trauma. So whether you're trying to really do not do what your parents did, or you're unconsciously doing what your parents did, both of that is repeating the generational trauma because you're projecting your own trauma onto the child in both ways. And in doing that, we recreate it, right? So for example, with um, with my son, I had to, like with my mum, with my own mum, I had to overly be there for my mum, which is really common in Asian families. Like there was a massive codependency. And I was so much trying to avoid my own son doing that for me that anytime he just wanted to do like the slightest thing for me, like help me with something, I was insistent that he should not. So this was me trying to really not let my generational trauma come out, right? But what I was actually doing was just blocking <laughs> a connection so with my son, totally <laughs> unconsciously. I was like, no, you know, your job is to play. Now don't you even try to help me one bit because I just couldn't have the thought of him being dependent on me overly um sorry on me being overly dependent on him for anything right like my mum mm. was overly dependent on me so mm. I didn't want him to have to help me and he was just trying to be a normal kid like mummy can help a bit and I was like no 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 your job is to play so in this way I was unconsciously such a simple example um parenting him from my past trauma right mm. so how does conscious parenting help you to stop doing this well how does consciousness help as it's about really knowing your patterns well. And um, through getting triggered with your child, you can trace the pattern back and you're able to then see, ah, okay, I'm playing out an old pattern here. And then you can go back and you can heal that, the root of that generational trauma at that point. And it's really just about waking up to when you're doing that. So consciousness really helps because it, it kind of helps us to stop projecting our past in any way or form onto our child and really just allowing them to be who it is. And I've just shown you there with that example, how easily that can happen. We can just find ourselves like shouting at our kids in the same way that our parents did. That's a more straightforward pattern, but patterns can be really convoluted. And that's why it's really key to work with a conscious parenting coach or to work with a coach of some description to find out what your pattern is and yeah. then you can stop the generational trauma from affecting your child what, what I love about that as well is not only are you stopping it from impacting your child but you're also healing yourself in the same moment yes. right because mm. you're just you're drawing attention to your pattern to your own wound and then I'm guessing um, my next question actually is about and then you're at, attending to yourself to your own inner world to your own inner child and yes. taking care of that right so it's like 
Kids are giving you two for one there. Exactly. They're giving you two for one. I love that memory. That is a brilliant description. But it's they true, are giving you two for one. Yeah, exactly. It's it's um like this beautiful joint healing. It's it's just beautiful. And um, yeah, they're really just showing us what we need to do for ourselves. So conscious parenting is essentially about this. It's about starting with you, healing yourself first, knowing your patterns, noticing them. And in doing all of that work, you're sure not to project that onto your child um and as you say you know it's benefiting them and you then Mm -hmm. yeah and I guess um like I would imagine as part of this work self-care mindfulness is like essential is that you know is that what we take what you would teach your um parents say as a yeah yeah I mean as I said I think you're already an expert on conscious parenting because (laughs) Um, yeah it's really is about that it's a huge part of conscious parenting it's a key part it's one of the key pillars in fact a huge part of conscious parenting is self-care and mindfulness this is one of the main pillars and mindfulness needs to be at the core of everything you do with your parenting okay so being mindful is about showing up and being in the present moment with your kids so a big part of conscious parenting is showing up for the present moment however we know if you're activated into past trauma you can't arrive for the present moment because you're bringing all that trauma into the present moment so that's why it's so key to release that past stuff so you can really be in the present moment and be mindful with your kid and enter with this sense of mindfulness um and you know, self-care, the self-care aspect that you mentioned, it's more than just like taking a bath, right? It's not this taking a bubble bath or having some wine or doing something like that, which is all lovely, but it's really more about the self-care we talk about in conscious parenting is really more about um, nurturing yourself inwardly. It's about going inward and seeing what you need internally. What do I need right now when you're triggered? What do I need? This is the self-care that's crucial part of conscious parenting. And this is the mindfulness, having the mindful muscle to know, hold on, something's up with me right now. I can feel it in my body. Being mindful enough to notice at a body level first and bringing yourself the sense of self-care in that moment to avoid this sense of triggered feeling or this sense of feeling overwhelmed that parent parenting naturally brings right so it's learning those techniques to bring yourself that self-care and really using reparenting this is the main key way reparenting is the self-care it's the most kindest and most powerful form of self-care and this is the real self-care in conscious parenting um so yeah and with mindfulness you know a lot of people say oh, I can't make time for like meditation or mindfulness I'm a busy mum but really it's about um you know it's a yeah sure having that practice making the time having that practice outside of the kids is key but you can also do this practice with your children mindfulness and meditation and um that's a massive part of this work as well so is learning how to do that how to anchor into mindfulness when you're with your kids so no excuses. <laughs> no excuses from Shawnee over here. No, no, exactly. Well, no, because I'm again. I have clients that are, are mums, and I get I hear that a lot. I, can't, I just don't have the time. Yeah, I mean, so, you can incorporate it 
into your practice with the children. There's ways to do that. So there's key ways that you can enter your breath with your child. In fact, your child's already in a mindful state. They're yeah, already closer to this mindfulness, this present moment awareness. They have felt something inwardly. And this is what mindfulness is. You notice you're feeling inside and you say, oh, this feels good. I'm going to do this now. And you go into that, right? They do that. So if you, they go from one present moment, they're really in that moment. They're like, wow, look at this flower, mummy. They're like, and like, all you have to do to enter mindfulness with your kids is enter that moment with them. Mm. So that is mindfulness. So there's a way to do it while you're with your kids. But, you know, I even say to parents, if you can carve out three minutes, four minutes, anything to be with your breath makes a difference you know and build up the practice slowly we can all find 10 minutes or 15 yeah, minutes definitely. to sit with ourselves and yeah and it'll just change things for yourself and for your kids so it's like so powerful Huge. yeah I mean you know the self-care is what it's going to make you a more um give you more sort of you know, tolerance in the day to be with your kids and it's going to give you more battery life, if you like. So, you know, the self-care directly impacts the kind of parent your child gets and therefore the kind of um, sense of self they develop because their sense of self when they're young comes from you and how you're reflecting their them back to them so their sense of self comes from your sense of self so if your sense of self is all out of whack and you're not calm and connected how can we expect the same from our children so mm. we want calm and connected kids we want well-behaved kids but it starts with us and our self-care first so self-care is key to this work definitely yeah, so yeah i'm really passionate about it so i could talk about it all day <laughs> any other any other really important <laughs> pillars or elements that you want to drop in I mean, I think you thought of everything really, um, Manpreet, like self-care is massive and reparenting work is, is huge in this. Um, and really just the only like snippet I would give parents is just use every moment that every triggering moment as a, as a gift, as crazy as that sounds. Mm. as a pathway back to the truest version of who it is you are as a as an opportunity to release all these like conditionings of what a good parent should look like or release all these past beliefs that you may be parenting from so every time your kid triggers you it's a time it's an opportunity to re to reevaluate your beliefs and you the beliefs that we're subconsciously parenting from and drop them if they're not serving you and just parent from who it is that you truly are and a lot of us don't really know who that is which is yeah. why it's so key to um to find that out and it's as simple as that isn't it it's like oh I do this really weird behavior I'm not going to do that anymore I'm going to repeat that like however many times and then it's just not who you are anymore it's like magic <laughs> yeah yeah it's just as simple as that just like magic <laughs> I know it's really uncomfortable at the beginning but you know that but that's all if, we've just repeated things in our heads so many times that we think they're true that we think that's who we are but then we start when some when you work with a coach they can show you that you're doing this particular thing and then mm. you change it and you start doing something else and it's just not who you are anymore yeah like, I mean, we were told we were this person when we were little but it's actually mm. bullshit and then like working like this is a great way to um find you and also let, let go of all these stories and things yeah that you're holding on yeah to. like yeah I agree with you like we were either told we were a certain person 
when we were little, or we had to coerce ourselves to be a certain person, to fit our parents' mood, right? Yes, yeah. So this is why self-care is important because what kids do is they see you're in a crazy mood and they're like, oh, right, I just need to make myself please her more. I just need to please her more. I just need to... Um, like be angry and then she'll notice me or I just need to do this or I need to do that so they're always reacting to to us and our mood and that is what then determines who they become rather than them becoming who they're truly meant to be they end up coercing and changing themselves to fit our changing moods as a as a parent and that then decides who they become so sometimes mm. it's that you know we we're blatantly told by past conditioning especially in Asian culture like be the good girl you know you have to grow up to do this this and this and here's the list of cultural rules and um sometimes it's that we ourselves as kids decide that we're going to be that just to please our parent mm. you know they may not have overtly told you that your parents so in some cases people are like I don't get it I had a good childhood like you know I don't get why am I triggering with my kid but it's not always about the fact that your parent was overtly controlling. It's just about anything that didn't honor you as your true being and didn't give you the space to be who you are. And parenting is the one place where you won't get any space to be who you are. So it takes you back to the original source where you were like, ah, oh, okay, now I'm back there. I didn't, I now realize I didn't get the space to be who I was as a kid. And now I'm not getting the space to be who I am. So it kind of puts that pressure on to really evaluate who you really are, mm. you know, and, um, and that can be because our parents told us we had to be a certain way or because we decide, just decided to be a certain way. So it's really about releasing those, those roles that are not serving us anymore. So, you know, if you feel like you're the mum in the house that does it all and has to do everything and everything falls on me, Maybe you're playing that role, you know, maybe you're playing that the role of the do it all, the martyr, the people pleaser, and you learned that in childhood. So mm. how can you then release that to, to experience something very different in your family life today? So, yeah, I love that. Very, very interesting. Um, is there any good, I feel like you, I know what book you're going to say, but um, any book, good books you can recommend? Yeah, so I'm going to say Dr. Shafali, <laughs> obviously being um, a uh, <laughs> conscious parenting coach from Dr. Shafali's Institute, I'm going to go straight to The Conscious Parent um, by Dr. Shafali and The Awakened Family by Dr. Shafali as well. These are two great texts, but there's, um, there's many others out there as well. And, uh, one of them for self-care that I really recommend, as we've talked about self-care a lot today, is The Motherhood Evolution by Susie Lula is a great one for self-care. Um, and it's really about this spiritual and conscious approach to parenting and releasing the false self. So I love that. Oh, lovely. And how can people work with you so they can become a conscious parent? How do they find you? Okay, I'll so, put all the stuff in the episode notes so they can click on it. So there's, there's a couple of ways you can work with me. So firstly, I offer a course called Seven Steps to Becoming Calm and Connected. And in the course, I co cover reparenting, releasing the false self, the ego that keeps you in the battle with your kids or stops you from connecting or parenting the way you wish to. Um, so that's one way you can work with me is by taking this um, 
seven-week course. Yes, so the next course is on the 17th of May. And just for your listeners only, I'm going to be offering you guys a 20-minute free connection call with me to see if that course is really for you. And it will be covering everything we've talked about here today, really working with your inner beliefs, learning how to reparent yourself and your inner child so that your child can really be who it is that they are. And looking at those boundaries and seeing what's out of whack, perhaps your kid's not listening to you, perhaps you're getting triggered. If so, this is the perfect course for you. So yeah, jump on, see if it's for you, 20 minute free connection call. And as if that wasn't enough for a post Mother's Day gift, for your listeners only, Manfrey, I'm going to also be giving 10% off the first five who sign up for that course. So yep, big Mother's Day offers here. So um, in order to book your call, all you need to do is email me at shane at youmebecoaching.com. And another way is just to do the one-to-one coaching sessions with me where we do the same sort of work, but on um, a one-to-one level. And um, you can find me on Facebook. That's the place where I'm most active is on Facebook. Uh, You Me Be Conscious Parenting is the name of my Facebook group. And you can find me there. That's that's where I give daily tips, where you get to, to know me better and lots of other free great content in that in that space so yeah thank you so much do you have anything else that you want to share about all of this good stuff no I think we've covered everything you yeah know. I, think I so. just I think, think so. you know um I just want to say thank you to your listeners and to yourself for the opportunity to speak today and um just know that if you are in the thick of it with your kids that you know um there's always a way out and if you do find yourself getting activated with your kids that there is there is a gift in it even if you haven't found that yet and there's always a path to getting back to calm and connecting so I'd just love to leave your listeners with that oh thank you and thank you so much for coming on and also for what you do which is making people healthy so they can make kids healthy so then those kids don't grow up to be like us no yes that would be great we've we've turned out the way it was meant to be but it just takes a lot more takes out a lot of pain I think when yeah people, it, it the really world needs less pain. the pain in half yeah. yeah definitely we need less pain and this is the pathway to less pain by clearing out our own our own trash <laughs> junk in the trunk as I like to call it <laughs> yeah it's totally that thank you so much thank you're you. so welcome thank you Manfrey. and there we have it guys an episode completed i hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind there was alarm bells going you were all like ding that's totally me because that's what i was like when i started this journey and that is the start of the process finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life so i really hope it was helpful and before the next episode coming out next wednesday be sure to check us out on instagram so it's hearts underscore underscore happiness also we have a youtube channel where i share the videos i create for instagram on so you can check that out they come on about once a week and then we also have a facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation i want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas and then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk which you can check out 
to join our mailing list so that as I create new services and support tools for you all, you're the first to find out. And I have a freebie on there, so definitely check that out. It's five books that transformed my healing. So if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here, these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge. So definitely check that out. And I will speak to you next week. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness. Take care.